0: America. My name is Amiel Frenpong. I come to you live every Thursday with a political show, and I try to do a little show on Monday on free game. And I, today I want to talk a little bit about why there's a, there's a culture of gold diggers and it's an, a it's in a conventional understanding of gender in relationships that, um, actually doesn't, it's a, it's a, kind of a pre-modern fetish that needs to be kind of shaken off for the good of everybody involved because the gold diggers don't know they're gold diggers they would they they kind of resist the idea that they were gold diggers and um and then they behave like gold diggers and i feel a little bit bad because it, it it often sounds like well i just need a man who's you know on my level or higher on my level or higher and that's fine in some situations, maybe, but let's say you're making $80,000, 90000 a year. Do you, do you really need a man who is making that also? Like, is that really what you need out of a man in your life? I'm not sure that is. And you think it is because maybe, you know, the narrative of a few generations ago was, well, you know, white women were, per, were, um, providers. I say white women, cause black women have always worked. So this idea that like. You know, um, so black masculinity is a little bit different. But in Tavares, you get black women who want to be white women, and white women who don't, who who low key want to be their grandmothers, but they don't want to admit it. They they're harkening back to an ideal where, you know, women, like, kind of sucked in guys to bring in all the money, and then the guys paid the women to like keep the house and raise the kids, right? They want that deal. They want some man to come in, earn money from out there and then come in and pay the woman to raise the money and keep the house. That's kind of an outdated understanding of both the labor market out there and what it takes to, to keep a house inside. Like, first of all, I wouldn't, if I'm a guy, I'll be honest, I wouldn't want to be with anyone who doesn't, who expects to raise the kids. I wouldn't want to be with anyone like that. First of all, I'm a very involved father. So like, I don't I don't I don't want anyone, because some of those women get territorial around their kids. And what if they're bad at raising the kids? Like some of those women get territorial on those kids, um, when they expect, well, you go out and raise money and let me raise the kids and keep the house when I'm like, when I'm gonna want to, like, substantively raise the kids. That's just i believe that fatherhood is more than just like providing money and 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 i think you actually have to like substantively participate i actually think fatherhood might be more important than motherhood after a certain age like (laughs) like kids need fathers to prepare themselves for a world out there that the mothers may not know so um, i i'm a little bit suspicious of the model just like for a lot of reasons of the guy going earning money and then coming and then paying his woman to raise the the raised kids, because I don't think they end up with the best kids. And like, I actually care about my kids. So um, I actually think uh, fathers are important for more than just like providing a check. They're important for actually the substantive and the participatory raising kids. But like, I coach my kids soccer teams, like I, I've, I'm with them in lessons like I I think that's part of what it is to both be a man and be a father and be a parent. So like, that's, 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 that's how I deal this with, with with this. That's me. But also there's a culture that tells women that like, you need a guy who's going to make as much money as you do or more. And one of the leading causes of divorce or one of the leading indicators of divorce is when women start out earning men. Um, so. Maybe they shouldn't have looked at that guy as a meal ticket. So what happens is we have a labor market that actually pays women, especially young women, especially in cities, it pays women like as much or more than it does men and, um, and an education system that rewards women as much as or more than it does men, but. You have women with these pre-modern notions of what they want as a man. So either they, end, uh, out of a man, to so what they, either they end up alone, or they end up marrying an a-hole who makes as much money or 30% more. Cause women like, it when you like, according to studies, women like it, when you make 30% more than they do. The problem is they end up divorcing that guy because he's an a-hole. When really they should have just thought like, do I really need a guy? If I make 80 or 90, do I really need a guy to make 80 and 90. No, I, I think, and like, you know, maybe you disagree. I don't think so. I think you need a guy who makes like 30 or 40, but who's actually cool. And that would lead to a better quality of life than just marrying another jerk, because for a guy, say, say you make 89 and you want him to make a hundred. So he's at your level or like, he's a real man. So he's 30% higher because you can't respect him if he makes less. Okay. So he's a now a six figure guy. And you know what those guys are often pretty entitled and then tired when they get home. So now you have both people who are tired when they get home. Um, you have both people who are tired when they get home and who's raising the kids.
1: Is that really what you want? And, 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 and so I, I I just i think it's a very shallow
0: understanding of of relationships based on a pre-modern kind of conception of both the labor market and the internal dynamics of the family and what it takes to be a good parent and what a a meaningful family is and the, the model of like the guy goes out and earns and pays his wife to like take care of the kids and the house and i don't really think that ends up with the best kids or house in an important way and um for another reason i think a lot of I, I i think i think guys are better parents for reasons uh, especially well confused liberals are the especially bad confused liberal women are especially bad parents because they're trying to prepare sons and daughters for a world that they don't know enough about because it's been it's been kind of managed for them <laughs> for the whole their whole lives and so they don't know enough about kind of the rough and tumble of the world to prepare their sons and daughters for it but now they're the the um now they're in the in the like they have responsibility of preparing their sons and daughters for it and they're bad at it so parents are bad for a lot of reasons I, can, i probably have done shows about how most people are bad at most things and parents is a skill and since most people are bad at most skills unless they've actually like learned the particular skills um like most people are bad at parents especially at parenting especially if they think like naturally they're good at it just because they're nice no it's a skill and a temperament and like a disposition you have to cultivate but um they're gold diggers by culture they don't go out and say that like oh i i i just need a man for his money no but culture tells them that they need a guy who makes as much as they do or 30% more, which would be fine if you don't make a lot of money, but if you start going up the income brackets, if you make 80, 90, hundred thousand dollars, you actually don't need a guy who makes as much as you do or more. You need other things out of a guy, especially if you're happy with your job and you want to, and like, you don't expect to like have to leave your job, especially if you're happy with your job and there's no reason to believe you're sp- great with kids because <laughs> i like i think women are just as bad as kids as men are um and since we kind of train men to be tougher in ways and like understand duty and responsibility like children are better off with their fathers over a certain age um yeah i not even over a certain age just in like i think fatherhood's important I think father's are important And one of the reasons why we have such awful people is because we can't actually tell mothers that they don't know what they're doing when mothers don't know what they're doing. And a lot of mothers don't know what they're doing. Look, if you make over six figures in your household and your kids aren't awesome, um, if you make over six figures in your household and your kids aren't awesome, you're a bad parent in most places in the United States, six figures is enough Like bringing in your household, six figures is enough to kind of like manage a family to be awesome, to, to raise awesome kids. And more than that, you could even pay for like screw ups. Like you can, you can zig when you should have zagged and pay for more. So if you bring in, if you're bringing in that kind of money in most parts of the United States and your kids aren't like awesome, like pretty like interesting gifted, smart, like, like this kind of just thoughtful and excellent in some. Music or art or sport or some some something in a way that actually has informed their character to make them generally excellent excellent like human beings, then you're just a bad parent. You're a bad parent, which is fine. But maybe you should have picked someone who um and like there's only so much money you can throw at that problem. Maybe you should have picked someone who earned less but would help you in this other thing who is higher than your level at this thing you didn't take that you didn't consider being important, which was, you know, how to raise kids, right? So someone can be less than you at your level at, an, at earning money, but more higher than your level at actually raising awesome kids, uh, because, you know, two different skill sets, possibly. By the way, if you appreciate what I do, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com
1: and kick in five 15 or $50. Um, kick in five,
0: 15 or $50 a month. And, you know, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Cause you're not going to get this every day. Some, and these women are now gold diggers by culture. Cause they, they are coming out of a culture that told women that you need a man who's going to get money out of the world for you, uh, to, you know, stay at home and, and, and be with the kids and handle those responsibilities. But actually you don't need a man that way. Like the culture has changed, but you still have the, that kind of cultural, Kind of aspirations for maybe a lifestyle that comes with a, a lot of money or a man who makes a lot more money than you do, but depending on how much money you make, if you have a fine job, you need different things out of a man than money and if you have a fine job and you still look for a guy with money, then you're distorted like it's a fetishization where you should look for other qualities. you should look to who's going to be a husband and a father to my kids who's and the alternative is that then. You keep the same antiquated notion um, of what you look for in a man and you end up marrying a jerk with money who's at your level, but then you divorce him because he's a jerk. And that explains the divorce rates, right? So we just need to understand, maybe we need to think about differentiated levels. (laughs) That if you're looking for a guy at your level, don't just look at his income, but think about, other levels that are relevant in how to rate, like to meet a, a functioning family. Uh, and, and what you're looking for in a life partner. I'm just trying to save you people divorce. Um, and also you might not know you're a gold digger. A lot of people are watching this. will be like, no, he's not talking about me. I'm not a gold digger, but you might still be a gold digger because you expect you both make money and expect another guy to prove himself by making money that you don't really need. There are other things in your life you need from a partner. If you got the money thing squared, squared away. And after about $89,000, you don't need a guy who makes a hundred, you need a guy who makes like 40, <laughs> like, cause that's 120 for the family. And you know, you plug in each other's holes, right? So be careful, guys, if you're watching this, be careful about a guy who ex- about a lady who expects you to make money while she stays home and raises the kids and takes care of the family. Because one, what if she's not very good with the kids? It's quite possible that a lot of these girls are not very good, women are not very good with kids, and not like not being nice and not being nurturing. I'm talking about preparing the kids to go and fight and take care of the world and like be a functional like force in the world. Are you really, you should look for someone who, if the, she says she's going to take care of the kids is actually knows how to train kids. I, you know, I'm going to train my kids when they look for partners. So they need to find someone who's an athlete and a musician. If for no other reason, first of all, I like athletes and musicians. Cause those are two things where like, you know, that they can deal hard with hard things. They can actually work for it a goal and then like realize the goal, but also I'm going to want my grandkids to be athletes and musicians. And I'm going to need someone, even when I'm kind of older, I can't do everything. I'm going to need someone to run around. And like, so my son, I would like his, um, his eventual, uh, spouse to, to be a woman who played a sport because that woman who played a sport is going to be running around with my grandkids playing that same sport. Cause I like generational knowledge <laughs> and, and same with, I'm going to want my, uh, my kids to pick partners who play instruments so that the partners can train my kids in the instrument, right? Like, like right now I, I take care I'm a musician and a lot of the athletes in the family, but like now that women play sports and now that, um, you know, men and women play instruments well, that means you pick someone who if they're going to take care of the kids, play sports in an instrument, that means that gets passed on to the kids from them cuz a lot of things you can't really you can't really um and gets passed on it at even higher level. A lot of things you can't really like just find a coach. Coach supplement, but there's no substitute for having a parent. That's why you get so many NBA players who are like, well, you know, his father played college basketball and his mother ran track. <laughs> division one. And so that's how you get like an NBA player. So like there is a way in which um now it's great that women are playing sports at high levels. So like I want my kids like my I'm raising my daughters to be pretty competitive athletes. And I want I would like them to marry competitive athletes. And and same with musicians. And uh my son, I want him to marry someone who's pretty competitive. A competitive athlete. Like Because I, I need the, I, I want the parents to be the ones who take care of my grandkids and can coach them competently. Right? So that's even more than that's more important than how much they make, than how much my kids' partners make. If my,
1: um, daughter brought home a bum, uh, no real learning capacity, nothing, but
0: was a very good athlete and like was into like that and like teaching and coaching and said like, well, I'm thinking about marrying this guy. I'd be like, well, he's a very good and like, it's like a basketball or soccer, like really took it like seriously, that part of it, like wasn't pro or anything like that, but like really took like thinking about it and like was excited about doing that with the kids and like had plans. I'd be like, yeah, go ahead and marry that guy. That's great. Like, you don't need money. You make enough money, but like this guy is going to make my grandkids. Awesome. That's what I want. My granddaughters and grandsons. <laughs> like, I, I want like, like that's and same with my, same with my son. If he, if he like in 20 years, brought home a girl who wasn't gonna earn money. I don't care. Well, guys don't care about money. Right. So, but was like, awesome. Like if he, if my son brings home a girl and she can't do anything, I'm going to have to pull him aside and saying like, that's a problem. She can't do anything. Or she can't do anything except earn money. And like, that's going to be a problem because I'm going to need her to do stuff. I'm going to need her to be like out there running around with the kids, unless it's like a lot of money, but I'm still going to need her to be out there. Like understanding how to coach the kids and being excellent in something. I'm going to need some, you need to tell me how this person's going to be able to like, not just buy, but actually raise my grandkids doesn't matter how much money they have. So we need to think about the, how people are gold diggers by culture. But that's not really what they need, especially when women now have their own access to gold, like in the public market. Right? So that's the culture is setting you up for a divorce, because once again, I'm going to go through it. What happens is, you start making money, if especially if you're in your early 20s, you say to yourself or your friends say to you because your friends are awful, You need to sign someone on your level. So what happens is you find someone on your level. That person's also making money, or making 30% more, because that's how you like it. And then you divorce them because they're a jerk. And you divorce them because they're a jerk. Because it turns out a guy who makes 30% more um, turns out to be a jerk. Or what could happen is you're you're both 20, you're both 28, you know. You're making 80, he's making 90. You're both balling. That's fine. You get a raise. Now you're up to 110. You're up to 110 a year. You're in your thirties and you're like, why am I still? So, why am I with, I need someone on my level. <laughs> I need someone who's making what I am or a third higher. I, I need, and so you have this idea that like this guy's holding you back. Cause you only married him because he was on your level, but then your level increased and it's kind of stay the same. Or like went down or whatever. And now that's another recipe for divorce. Like I said, one of the leading indicators is when women start out earning men, but it's only because they got into the relationship for the money. And that was already, if you have money, a bad reason to get into the relationship. But since we have kind of a shallow understanding of what relationships entail, which is fine. Cause a lot of your kids are awful and
1: you don't quite know why your kids are awful. Um, I'm I'm just trying to help you think about your relationships where if you have
0: money, if you make enough, you only need, you need other things than money in order to have a good family life after a certain amount of money. And if you're not looking for
1: those other things, then you can't be surprised when it doesn't. it doesn't work out. And people say like, well, you know, colleges are so expensive. Yeah, you could save for that. Plus, if you have like a skill, there'll be a scholarship. Um, that's, that's, y- you need to t- invest the time. There's some problems and I see these, I see,
0: I see people with, I see people with money screw up their kids all the time. And they it's, and they don't know how they did it because they have money. Um, but they didn't actually, even if you spend time with a kid, but you don't have enough
1: quality and like thought and strategies. Um, yeah, someone says musicians are great, but they can be extremely flaky. Um, that's, that's true,
0: but you need someone to teach your the, you need someone to teach your kids music. Right? So if you need someone to teach your kids music, marrying a musician is probably like a good way to go or monitoring practices. Once again, that's going to be one of those deals where marrying a musician is going to be a go. Like i m- I monitor my kids practice. I can't teach them violin or cello or piano really, but I monitor their practice because I'm a pretty good musician in terms of oboe. And like my kids are really good musicians, by the way, a lot of people are going to say like, well, you don't know anything about having kids. You don't know anything about having family. I did a family, I did a, I do, we, we do family cards every year that i have time <laughs> um go ahead and check out this last family card and you gotta see like how i how we do this
1: family how the will say roll uh the family holiday card so anyway thank you for your time um i will see you next week and just remember you don't have to inherit all of the narratives of what to look for in a partner you need to like work backwards from the kind of family you think you want and what you can
0: buy and what you actually just want your partner to do. There are some things you're going to want your partner to do that you can't buy. And so picking a partner with money, who's not going to be too tired to do those things, like it's not going to end up with the quality of the family you need. Thank you for your time. And
1: I will see you next. I'll see you on Thursday talking about something completely different. Bye.